Welcome to episode 285 of More Than Dice. Holy crap. Nice number to start off the year on, huh? Yeah. So, it is... I'm uh, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm nerd. I'm Gonzo, but we all know this shit, if you haven't heard us yet. But we could be New Year new viewers. Oh, hopefully. We can always get new viewers. I mean, hell, nerd just broke a record for us by getting giving us 100 bits. So, uh, <laughs> she's like you know, broken the record on everything and making us all stuff. Banyan said he's new. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but Banyan, there's many things to describe you as new ain't two of them. <laughs> used and broken. I'm just not going to go that far. Jesus. <laughs> Love you, Banyan. Um, guys, welcome to uh, episode 285. We're going to be talking about some New Year's stuff, things we're going to be doing, things we're going to be seeing, things we're going to go try to play, um, things we're looking forward to, you know, hanging out, uh, conventions we're probably possibly going to go to, you know, that stuff. So uh, stick around. Well, let's get to the business. We want to thank Midnight Heroes for creating, for creating some of the coolest chibi models out there and also a cool chibi miniature game. Uh, nerd, you will be getting some models for me pretty soon that are chibi-related and goblin-related. So uh, be on the lookout for that probably in the next week or so. Um, I have to print okay. them out. Uh, we want to thank Muse on Minis for providing a place to host all of our stuff. Make sure you go check out their webpage. Uh, we do have an affiliate link with them, and you can get some cool stuff. Um, and check out. We want to thank Parabellum Wargames, makers of Conquest. Uh, we do have a link so you can get a discount code for buying models from them also. Um, they are doing up a big change-up this year. They've got like a new army faction coming out pretty soon. And they did some re-sculpts of some of their older models. The Abomination got a re-sculpt, and it is legit good. Um I thought that was uh, one of their coolest things they did. Uh, we want to thank Creature Casters, makers of Judgment, which if you haven't tried playing it or you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. It's a very good miniature slash board game. Um, played on the Hex Grid. Um, really fun. Uh, I totally enjoy it. Uh, also, they have a Tribes account on My Mini Factory where you can get a bunch of models uh, that you can 3D print that also comes with a 5th edition module that you can play with those models. Uh, and they did a poll recently of, would you rather just have like one-offs or would you like a campaign style session for the year? And uh, pretty overwhelming. People were like, we want a campaign style that we oh, play off. Absolutely. That's... Yeah. And so, I mean, you print off the miniatures and, you know, play the game. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we want to thank Turbo Dork. Uh, if you haven't seen, Turbo Dork uh, is actually got a, something new coming out. We haven't been told about it either, but there is a new something coming from Turbo Dork, so make sure you check them out and follow them on all their pages. Um, we have no more gift certificates, but we can I can see about getting some from them because they're awesome. Um, and you'll Bear. probably see most of these people at Adepticon coming up. Depticon coming up, so if you are going to that, that'll probably be the next time you can see him. So, did I get everybody? Happy New Year, Xander. Happy New Year, Xander. And everyone, honestly, but... Yeah. So I think I got everybody. I think that's everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. Um, It is a new year. There are some changes coming about. Um, Nerd did have to change her 
channel time and whatever. No big deal. We all know about that. I am going to start doing some more streaming. I've had some projects be lifted off of me. Um, well, you'll get some news on that mm, probably in a week or so. Um, so I'll have a little less uh, duties outside of um, More Than Dice that I can do a little bit of streaming. Uh, plus, I did a bunch of 3D printing for a new miniature game that I'm going to talk about. And it's not a new miniature game. It's just a miniature game that I think would help out people that, one, don't have the budget, and two, just want something a little simple and fun. Um, and we may do that. I'm actually going to paint some of those miniatures up on stream tonight. Because they came in yesterday, and I primed them up and got them pre-prepped, and they're ready to go. Nice. So, cool. Um, other than that... I know that we have a bunch of shout-outs, and I know we can't remember all of them. Um, but uh, does anyone remember the shout-outs that we have um, that happened at this time? Um, Tom Wilkerson is the only one that I remember. Uh, Cindy Morgan was in Tron and Caddyshack and other things. There was okay. one lady that was from um, uh, Mary Poppins. She was like 100 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember the name. Oh, Tom Smothers, yes. Tom Smothers, yep. Thanks. Oh, yeah, Tom Smothers, yes. Thanks, Kizzy. Um, There's a lot of people that passed away. A lot of older people, which is, you know, the the times. Um, I know that uh, we, we did have some news come out that uh, we're kind of like, kind of flabbergasted on, but, um, you know, the Olympics are going to be coming up. And... <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg is going to be a commentator on the Olympics. Uh, so shout out to them taking a solid chance. <laughs> right? I had to send that to you guys as soon as I saw that. I was just like. I actually want to hear how he does it because I'm going to be like, man, he for shizzled that bizzle and right off the hizzles, man. That was that was 11 out of 5. The thing, though, is I feel like Snoop is yeah. professional enough and everything yeah. I've seen him do, he will actually probably be absolutely spot on. Oh yeah, he will. It's just going to hear his wild. voice. Yeah. Hearing his voice do it is going to be the thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause if he doesn't throw a shizzle in there once or twice, you know, people are like, you're not high, <laughs> but it'll be cool to see. I mean, he, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy and everything. I, I, he actually came to uh, my work one uh, this last year uh, and saw him walk by. He was uh, doing one of his pimping one of his products, Snoop on a Stoop, um, which is like the version of Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> yeah. I've seen. <clears throat> yeah, he came to my work and he uh, he was uh, pimping that out, and so I saw him. But I mean, didn't seem like a bad guy. Um, but. We just got a lot going on. There's going to be a lot going on this year, not only with us personally, but professionally and, you know, hobby-wise and more than dice-wise. Um, we're trying to have some good, fun times this year. Um, now, the most important theme and question of the year. John, what are you drinking today? Uh, I have a uh, Code Fireball. Code Fireball. Any chaser with that? Anything else to go with it? Just I mean, I've got lich fucking cherry limeade hydration water mix. <laughs> Nerd, what you got? Uh, I've got a little bit of screw, uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey again. Oh. Uh, I'm hitting the hardcore water. 
<laughs> uh, I'm getting over a sinus infection, so I'm. Hey, Gonzo, some... how can you be so hardcore? So so many, so much. It's amazing. Know. It's you know, this is some hardcore shit right here. Um, so you know, I'm I'm about done with all my antibiotics and such. So I'm just like, oh, let's just not drink tonight and just go with a cool stream on it. So, guys, it is a new year. We uh, we appreciate everybody that listens, everybody that watches, everybody that hangs out. Even if you listen to us somewhere else, um, we've got a lot of things going on. Uh, I'm going to try to hit a lot of different conventions this year. Uh, if you see me, please come up and say hi. Um, you can say, hey, I recognize your voice, and you're like, I know you from somewhere. Do it. I don't care. I don't have a problem. We're not, you know, nerd's going to be hitting like 75 conventions because she's super rich. Uh, so you'll see her all over the place. Uh, I know John said he's going to hit at least 10. He's going to travel overseas to a couple of them uh, because he's, you know, he has the time off from work. Yeah, you couldn't hold it after that. Could no, you? I couldn't. <laughs> you could get through nerd was rich, but John has time off from work was not something you could do with a straight face. Fair, I can't either. So um, I will be going to a couple of conventions. So if you see me, make sure you say hi. Uh, I am a hugger, so I don't have a problem if you want to ask for a hug. That's okay by me. Um, as always, if you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. And if you can do something, do something. And if you can't, find somebody that will because we need to stand up for all this bullshit. Cheers. 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 One more. Oh, that's good. Hey, uh, Arda Michael, um, if you want to put the uh, conventions you're going to be in the chat this year, that's what we're going to be talking about this year, is some of the stuff that we're you know going to be doing this year. Uh, go right ahead. We have no problem with that. Um, another hell hydrate. Shit. Uh, water, over here. I didn't bring water. <sighs> um, which, uh, talking about conventions, let's go and get started. Let's start it off real quick. Um, cause I know that some of us were going to go in. I am definitely attending Adepticon. That's my first one that I'm going to be going to. Um, yep. I've gotten, I got the registration today and I want to say kudos to the Adepticon team for making one of the smoothest registrations I've seen in a long time. And especially also, um, from last year, last year, I know they had a lot of hiccups with the servers and it was crashing this year. I was able to get in, get all the classes or all the things I wanted. I'm only doing two things. Was originally going to do three, but I'm only doing two this year because I want to cut back. And I was in, out, and done in like 15 minutes maximum. That's um, awesome. It was really, really solid. So big kudos to the Depticon team and uh, servers and making sure that that was uh, on there uh, this year. Uh, of course, I'm going to be doing a lot of pimping for Warfare Weekend and hanging out with people. Uh, but I'm going to be taking a little bit easier this year. Um I'm going to need to take it a little bit easier, and I'm going to be doing um, the, one of the narrative events for War Machine and uh, Battletech Alpha Strike. Those are the only two events I'm going to do, uh, but I think this year I'm going to kind of hang out in the Hobby Lounge and do some painting and socializing. Um, my Thursday is going to be, you know, vendor hall, you know, that type of thing. And then I have an event Friday morning and then an event Saturday afternoon. But kind of got to take it easy this year on that. Um, other than that, I, I mean, of course, attend Warfare Weekend. 
I'm going to try to attend some smaller stuff around here locally. Um, I can't do Gen Con. It's just way too expensive. Um, I'd like to go to a couple of The things. juice is not worth the squeeze in Gen Con, I don't think. I think once in a while you can do it, but you've got you to really plan for it. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to go for like a day just so I can go to the vendor hall. That'd be the it. Just what? Just so I can go to the vendor hall, see people, see the new stuff. You know, maybe pick up some stuff, but then leave. But it's you know it's what eight hours away, so I'd have to drive up, spend the night, spend the day there, spend the night, and then drive back. Like and I said, just too expensive. Um, now, if someone were to pay my way, or you know, someone were to you know give me room, yeah. I, Probably, <laughs> but you know, it's just expensive mm-hmm. and time-consuming type thing. Um, that would be the the big thing. I'd love to go to Nova once, um, just because I know a lot of friends that run Nova and a lot of people that do Nova stuff and like to hang out with them. Um, would like to go to LVO. I've been invited to LVO, uh, but just couldn't this year. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, especially with new job and all that stuff, so I'll have to wait and see. Um, I think that was about it. John, are you? Are there any conventions you want to try to go to? So, I'm going to try and go to Nova. It's in my backyard. I should fucking make it. Mm-hmm. I have enough PTO saved that I can have the days, and even by then I will have more than enough days. It's just work being work, and not sure how many employees I'm going to have at that point to do work. Not sure what my days off are going to be able to look like. But I want to go to that. Uh, I kind of want to make it across to Shorehammer also because they're not that far away either. Like two hours or so. So I should try and make that. Other than that, I mean, I could say I'm going to try and make all sorts of things, but it's most of them are unlikely. Yeah, but there are some ones you'd like to do. Yeah, they're they're in my backyard. I should try and make those. Any um figure, figure conventions or whatever? Um, there's a Maryland Toy Expo in July, and then probably going to be another one in November. I'll try to make – we're definitely going to go to the July one, Dave and I were talking about that. And then we'll see about November, what happens when that rolls around. Cool. But yeah, not much traveling for me this year, I know, which is just like every year. But we'll see. I expect uh, to either have things in order at work or be looking for a new job. <laughs> Nerd? Nerd? Uh, I'm looking at Adepticon. I'm just doing the free pass and hanging out at Fort Wapple and checking out the vendor hall and stuff. I just, I'm going to hang out with people this year. I think I overdid it my first year, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Like, I took a bunch of classes. I did a, a game demo, which was a lot of fun, but hella expensive. And... I very much enjoyed it, but this year it's I've had other expenses come up, including trying to get a new car. So, so say, yeah, I'll get to meet you. Yes, I will be there. I will hug all the people. We can we can skip through and throw flowers. Skip through the convention hall and throw flowers out. Oh, you know I'm gonna find like I goblin can, glitter or something like I that. I picture that actually. <laughs> oh, so you want the. Uh... The cleaning staff to hate you like a fucking glitter. <laughs> no, 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 no. Confetti. That's just bad. So, aside, 
uh, my team, I let my team loose for Christmas decorations. They did Christmas decorations of our area. I just oh. let them do their thing. And it won't, there. they put all this like glitter to make it look snowy and everything. I'm like, I have no problem with that. But your asses are sweeping that shit up as <laughs> we're done. You are not leaving it for the for the fucking cleaning staff. Oh yeah. I put my foot down on that. And they did, so it was good. I'm like, yeah, you're not. No. No, because I'm sure they won't be like, what the fuck is this? Yes, Missy, yes. Goblin chaos. I'm here for it. So I'm also uh, shooting to try. I want to check out Dragonfall if I can. Up in Wisconsin. And then. uh, I heard that one's pretty expensive. I know the rooms were very expensive last year. I'm going to see if I know people in the area. Fingers crossed. There you go. Yeah, they were. uh, I had a friend that went to Dragonfall and they said the room prices were more expensive than Gen Con. Wow. Because it was held. Just more of supply and demand at that point. Well, what it was is where it was held was a, like, a prestigious golf course. Oh. Type thing. And it was the, they were like, they were 300 to to $400 a night. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that might be a drive up for the day and drive back. Yeah. Uh, But otherwise, definitely Warfare Weekend. Yes. I know people in the area that I can crash with. So. Sweet. I am a couch surfer. <laughs> so. Whatever happens. I mean, we always tell people, you know, it was funny as somebody was talking about, you know, coming. Uh, I'm, I'm on the uh, Judgment Discord channel, you know, Discord group. And uh, they have a convention, you know, tab and stuff. We were talking about it and someone saying they're, they're going to go to Warfare Weekend because we're going to have Judgment there. I mean, it's already been planned. Um, and they were like, you know, what, what's it like around Warfare Weekend for hotels? And I was like, well, you know, stay at Warfare Weekend because it's the hotel rooms are at the convention. And they were like, well, I have a lot of, you know, points to use and other stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. If you, you know, you, you want to <laughs> stay outside of it. But they were asking like what the, you but, know, thing is outside say, of it. From my experience. Stay at the hotel just in case you drink a little too much. <laughs> and you can stumble back to your room with no problems. Yeah. But um they but they were asking like what the you know area was like outside of Warfare Weekend and it's perfectly fine. There's nothing around there. No, I mean, it's, it's it's all it's a coming. Solid area. Xander is, is right. Warfare Weekend isn't as much drinking now. Um it's actually been curbed. Um, and it sounds it, like a challenge. And, and it's actually uh, people were more responsible this year, or last year, I should say, which I was very proud of. I was plenty responsible. I made it back to my room by myself and did not cause a ruckus. And that's what we expect. <laughs> did you I run amok, like... though? No, I did not run amok. I didn't run amok, amok, anywhere unless you want to see me fall over. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Literally, I got done drinking and I was just like, you know, uh, Paul messaged me and he's like, uh, hey, can you make it back to the room? And I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> so he's just like going to find me because he'd help me back to the room. But I ended up going, oh, you know, one foot in front of the other works. So let's go. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, and that's the thing is most conventions don't care people drink. They care if you do stupid shit and leave like a suitcase of beer, you know, on the floor or whatever. No, I have yeah. standards. We yeah. never bring beer. So. <laughs> Mead. 
meat. Definitely, I had some meat actually at the one war machine we kind of went to. It was it was good. Um, Brett Painter had made it. It was uh, very good. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So yeah, conventions planned. I mean, even a fair amount of convention plans. You know, all of us. Oh yeah. Professional, sir. Whiskey. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and switch over and make sure the camera's working. I did try it up before we get started. And I'll switch over to... Hey, hey! Working on the first try. Didn't have to do anything else. We're on a roll this year. Um, I'll swing the camera around while we talk. Should I be hamming it up? Since we're on a roll? We're on a roll. No. Tough crowd. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about things that we're looking forward to in the new year. Um, I know that there's a, there's going to be, uh, if you haven't seen the, you know, commercials or the ads on Facebook, um, there is a new miniature game coming out. Uh, it's a miniature slash board game. Uh, and it's a co-op, which I thought was interesting, which is a, okay. uh, Blood <laughs> Throne. I, I have not seen the ads on Facebook. It is you on. You need different ads than we do. <laughs> it is on. Uh, it is done by the Frontline Gaming. Um, yeah, I'm out. I, I there's a lot of interesting things about that that we were we talking about. Uh, I do know one of the guys that's working on it and started asking him questions. Uh, they will be debuting it at uh, LVO, um, and I've seen some of the cool stuff that they've been doing because I'm friends with Tyson uh, Cock, which does a lot of the does the War Machine stuff. Um, Oh, there goes Theo. No Malort, Banion, no Malort. No. No. Just no. But come on. These pants ain't gonna shit themselves. I don't want to taste it for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all those fake Malort ads. I feel <laughs> like fighting my father tonight. Um, yeah, I, I respectfully don't have any good opinions of frontline gaming so i would not touch a game they made i know nothing that's fine it's there's it's not like it's like they were terrible human beings i just don't think they've done good things for the hobby yeah i'm interested to see it a friend of mine's working on it i will i will check it out but like i said uh, that one's i'm kind of like mm, on uh i'm not sure it is going to be a co-op. So also, at the end of the day, I don't need any more games, so I don't have any driving. Need. That, that's another thing that we were talking it's, about. Yeah, it's like it's like when if if every of all my buddies were playing it, I'd be like, all right, let's take a look at this thing. But I'm not going to go out of my way. Yeah. Um. So I haven't really pushed on that. So I'm kind of just like meh on it. We'll have to wait and see. Um. The one thing that I am going to be working on is i am working on some models so uh for this game um really blurry oh, am i blurry hold on I very can't. blurry you're also a little south of uh focused there you go that's good stuff Yee. Yee. there we go um um, I promised I would paint this model up for the person that it goes to. Um, so, in my defense, I did say I wasn't going to get into any new miniature game um, because, you know, one cost to, you know, 
I got time. enough miniatures. Time. Like, time. Yeah. We don't have time for all the games we own. Let us yeah. be honest. I mean, because I, I played some 40K. I've already played some 40K for the year. And that's just going to be like, oh, yeah, let's just, you know, whatever. It's not going to be my primary, never going to be my primary type thing. Um, and I saw a YouTube video by, you know, one of the one of the people that I actually kind of respect. And, you know, they actually do some decent stuff. And they're not, you know, they're not a clickbaity YouTuber uh, type thing. And I've always been looking for a smaller miniature game that has small model count and is super easy to play. Not hard on the rules, not, you know, whatever. You know, something that, you know, you could pick up and play and anybody could pick it up and play. And you play with roughly about five to six miniatures depending on, you know, how you kit things out. Uh, it's a very small independent. Like, actually, the book, when I got it, hey, the guy that runs it actually wrote a personal note in there and um, drew a picture. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and the rules are very, very simple. I was surprised at how simple the rules were because I was looking at some other games. Um, I know we've talked about, like, Moonstone. Because. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love the models. They're very careful and interesting. Oh, yeah. They're the amazing, cool-looking models. I really love the models. They're really interesting. But I watched some playthrough videos of it, you know, of how to play, and then watch some people play. And I have to say that I wasn't really impressed with the game mechanic because when you're going to be doing something, you have a deck of cards. And the deck of cards has, like, one, two, three, and but they're, like, red, green, red and green. And you draw the card and you say what card you, you lay it down and you say what card you have. And certain abilities kick off, you know, based on the color and all this other stuff. So you can bluff your way into whatever. But if your opponent, say you've got, I'm laying down a three green, but your opponent uh, has the three green in his hand, he knows you're bluffing and he, you know, you wouldn't be able to do anything. And so it was, it's a bluffing game with cards. Hmm. And I was like, uh, no, it just kind of didn't go with me real well. Um, models are amazing. Uh, there's a little bit of complication with the rules that I wasn't, you know, too enthused about. Um, but you know, that's just kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so I looked at free blades cause free blades is a smaller, and it's not even skirmisher. It still could be like 20 or so models uh, type thing, which wasn't bad. Still not as bad as some games, um, but still wasn't what I was, you know, it was like, mm, and the rules were kind of complicated. You had a, this big character sheet thing that you had to follow and, you know, all this other stuff. And it wasn't what I was looking for. Nothing wrong with the game. I'm going to say that right now. There's nothing wrong with any of these games. Just wasn't what I was looking for. Um, but one of this YouTube person was like, hey, I like these models. These models are old-school style metal miniatures and, you know, not super, super detailed, so you're not doing a bunch of work on them, but you could get some cool stuff out of them. And I saw the playthrough, and I was like, oh, you're rolling one to two to maybe three six-sided dice, and that's it. Um and everything and it's played on a two by two and i was like okay and the rules are pretty much one page there's a little bit of you know uh 
little bit more detailed stuff and each has a scenario and there's like a cooperative mode there's narrative narrative games so on and so forth and i was like cool this will be something i can try so i purchased two starter sets and uh the core rule book to test out and so i landed on relic blade um if anybody has not heard of relic blade it's run by a one guy pretty much uh, is doing most of the work on it. He does all the art, all the um, modeling. He does pretty much does everything. And the game is really, really simple. And I printed off a shit ton of terrain because it required a ton of terrain for it. Um, but you only have like four stats. You play with basically four to five models. That's it. I'm like, okay. I had a friend of mine check it out and said, hey, do you think you could play this? And she's like, yeah, this is pretty simple. Because um, they even tell you how, you know, they tell you the rules on a website and how everything is going. You spend one dice to move, you spend one dice to attack, you know, there's, that's pretty much about all it is. Not hard, not a problem, pretty straightforward. So I was pretty impressed. So I bought it and then bought some more stuff for myself. Um, and three models. This is actually, I'm doing a, you have good guys and bad guys. There's not like, you can only play orcs. You can only play lizard men type thing. It's good guys versus bad guys. And all good guys can play with all good guys and all bad guys play with all bad guys. And then you have neutral characters that, you know, work for everybody. Is that a gnome riding a fox? Yes, it is. <laughs> There's also a gnome riding uh, a magic carpet, too. Nice. Nice. Um, a starter set, three models, with the stat cards for it, um, the magic equipment and stuff that you can equip it with, uh, equip stuff with, and a scenario is $45. They are metal miniatures, so, you know, you've got the flash you've got to deal with, but if you're a modeler, you're like, oh, well, been there, done that. I don't know that your prices are right. It depends on which one you're going with. Uh, On their website, and they've all been 60 or 65 for a single starter so far. What? Are you on the... They're a U.S. company, so... I only paid 45 for mine. Well, you got a good deal. Maybe it was a sale going on or something. But, yeah. I mean, 65 is still not bad. I mean, so, okay, you get this one. This is the Bones of Darkness. Um, skeleton. But 65 for the, just the starter bundle. There's a two-player box. Two-player box sets. Um, the box set only is 85. And with the Seeker's Handbook, which as soon as, like, the, like a... It's actual rule book yeah. is is ninety nine. It's not horrible, but no, they must have been doing like a, a deal because I got just recently. But so the, yeah, I'm on the website, I figured I'd take a look at the website. That's kind of weird. Wouldn't call it cheap. Wouldn't call it expensive. No, oh, well, when I, I mean, picked it up and I bought sixty five for three models is not good. Yeah. That's a little like even forty five for three models isn't great. It's not terrible. It's 
That gets me wondering. The, the big problem is, and, and I, I love this guy's concept, he's an independent guy doing his own thing. And I'd need to see a scale of the model to see if they're bigger than standard, say, heroic 30 or 28 millimeter. They're 28 millimeter. Yes. That's a really bad price for that amount of models, dude. That's a lot of money. Like, it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but three models for 60 bucks is... I've got a faction set, which is three models, is $40. The, the temp- Temple of Justice, look at that. The Battle Pigs is 45 The Lone Guard is 40 I've, bon- I've looked at Battle Pigs. They're sold out, and they're 65 on their website. You're at a weird... You must be at a different... You must be... They don't because... have different. They don't have different like countries. There's no country choice, dude. It's, so it's, I'm going to show this. Website. Faction set. Can you see this? Forty dollars. Temple of Justice. Faction set. Forty dollars. Let's see. You check yours. I mean, I'm on the website. Yeah, check yours. Because then that that's that's something weird then. The faction sets are different than the starter bundles. The faction set are starter sets. No, because they're like you go like their website's fucked up then because you go on their starter set and it goes sixty five potentially and then you go on the. Now see here's right um, here this if you go relic blade starter bundle you get the book and then you choose whatever faction yeah, you want. Yeah, that's the one I was six, looking at there. Yeah. I don't have it there. Yeah, yeah, it's forty five five, but. But when you go. When you go down to scroll to... Also, the... good to note, some of these aren't three models. Yeah, some of them are four. Four makes them a little better. I'm just saying, I mean, like, let's not... I'm saying... Call a game super cheap when okay. a game super cheap. Lostwood Enclave, four models, 45 bucks, and they're actually big models. They're, there's a couple of decent-sized ones, but they're 28 millimeters. But yeah, that's but like, all you the need. Temple of Justice is four models, and they're 28 millimeter, and... They're of middling quality at best. Like sculpts. Yeah, they're... There's they're... nothing wrong with them. I wouldn't, like, go shit on them, but they're not... This is an average price game. Let's not call it yeah. cheap. It's not cheap. It's, the, it's the, average My price. point from them of this is that you don't need more than that starter to play the game. That's it. You don't have to do, yeah. you know, seven boxes of a, of a game to play it. You you actually handed Gondo. Most games you don't need to do that anymore, or that aren't forty k, or even War Machine. I don't think you need that many boxes anymore. You need for a fifty point. You need the starter box, and that is two hundred dollars. I mean, we know it's more expensive. I'm just saying. Yeah. But what I was going through was the rules were super super easy that provide people with a less complicated game for people to play also. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad game to, to look at. Let's just call it what they call it. Let's not... Like I said, I do love what the company's doing. Being an independent company in this day and age in this industry is brave. I just thought that this was very good for someone that doesn't or can't get and into, you know... Here's the 40K. biggest selling point. Let me get you the biggest selling point. You didn't even get the biggest one, Gonzo. Games generally take about a half an hour. That was going through it too. That's that's really good. Yeah, it's played on a two by yeah. two with with terrain, and you know you can do. 
varying heights and walkways and all that stuff. So you've got some type of, you know, there's, it's got rules for climbing and everything else. There's nothing super complicated about this game. Um, there's been, there's a couple of YouTubers out there that have done like battle reports and such, which has been really good. Uh, that kind of like sold me on it because it's not super complicated. I mean, I'm looking at their, their website and it's got a basic breakdown of stuff. It seems pretty easy. Yeah, they're, they've got a, there's a, there's a page that has like, hey, this is how everything works type of stuff. And they have a free print and play demo that's like print out on paper and make little yeah, you 3D fold. stand-ups if you fold, fold your characters and that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of neat. That way you can kind of test it out and you can kind of play around with it. But yeah, break out your uh, your glue stick and you can go. <laughs> but this was something that I was like, I could get people that can't get into complicated games or that feel that like War Machine's too complicated or you know 40k is too expensive and too complicated stuff like that. I could get them. I was like, this game could be something that they could play without you know. One, breaking the bank, and two, being too complicated type stuff. So, I thought it was interesting. I printed up a bunch of terrain already, so it's already there waiting, um, partially painted, aka it was super warm one day, and I spray-painted all my terrain that I printed. <laughs> so, and found all the files free online, so there was no... Um, purchase of any terrain files yeah they say uh, full game is even still three minutes they say is four to six minutes which is pretty interesting yeah two by two yeah, isn't yeah. i'm kind of interested in midnight heroes game as well because uh chibi very cool models yep a little more pricey than this definitely but yeah midnight heroes has got you know their game and it's played on a two by two um, it was a good good space for stuff to get started early. We, I think we got too used to back in the past of games that, uh, like old so-called fantasy, since that's coming back, the old world. You know, you got a turn or two of maneuvering into position before you actually do anything. Oh, this game's also alternating activations. So you go, I go. Which, Mo- model by model. Okay, yeah, alternate activations. You go, I go is full turns. Gotcha. I, I, I move a model. I do something with a model. You do something with a model. Yeah, I'll then, no, yeah. It's, it's the best way to make a game, honestly. Yeah. Super, super easy. Most of the games that aren't like that have to, are either, it holds back those games a little bit as far as what they can do dynamically, or they have to have some other shenanigans to make it work, i.e. Yeah. an infinity. Yeah. But no, interesting. Yeah. My friends said they were interested. I would not scoff at it. And they also they have like I know you you're not too much on like Necromunda, but they also have campaigns you can do co-op stories. Um, you can also do campaigns for you know your models, and they can go to town and buy stuff and all that type of thing. So it's not just a battle game. They've got you know other cool things to do besides beat each other up, which is always good. Alternate yeah. modes of gameplay is great. The bone golem thingamajigger. 
Um, is that the official term, thingamajigger? It is. I can officially name it thingamajigger. Excellent. Excellent. But Xander, uh, I've been playing some BattleTech, so I'm playing a lot more longer turn turn games. So I totally understand. But what was it you know, say? He doesn't have time for uh, longer format games. Doesn't yeah. Didn't have time now, and I understand that. Like we we haven't finished full game of BattleTech yet, but we're still learning the rules. Yeah, I'm sort of teaching half teaching myself. Like three quarters teaching Frank and ten percent teaching at least one other guy when we do it. So I feel like we're doing okay for that. <laughs> that was something else I noticed that a lot of I don't want to say newer games, but a lot of games that are thinking about how much time people have to play. And you've got like thirty minutes or so, okay, people can, you know, kinda of, kinda of play that. You get battled, you know, you get, you know, two thousand point forty K, you're there for, you know, a while. Yeah, but then you get deemed GW being sneaky and and intelligent and making like kill team for smaller points in less time which yeah. is a great idea Correct. in fact that's the ideal is you get a game uh, you know you know a certain company could have made a game that used your same models in a smaller format called you know company of iron or something and if they support it properly it could be great now, there's a lot of is that subtle enough i don't feel like yep. that was subtle enough <laughs> Th that's the great way to do it i mean you know or some games can just scale down that low, which is rare. It's really hard for games to scale that low. Yeah. So. But that was cool. Anybody got any games that they want to look at or anything that they're interested in or what are we doing? I mean, are you do I know, John, you were talking about you're doing more battle tech. Oh, uh, yeah, we're doing more battle tech. We might try some alpha strike. We'll see. We're just trying to get the basic rules down because it is, it's got that crunch that sometimes you just like. How long are your yeah, BattleTech games playing? I mean, we generally we are doing a weeknight, so we have to stop because one of the guys got to go home. <laughs> but also, like we show up, we bullshit. It's a standard thing. We show up, we bullshit for a while, and then you know I'm the only one remotely familiar with the rules, so it takes time. But yeah, I want to get more of that in, get that thin, and then I want to play some Marvel Crisis Protocol. That's the big one. I actually honestly I just want to fucking play some games. We like we spent months not playing games. I haven't played a miniatures game in months, but that wasn't BattleTech. And again, like I said, we didn't even finish a game of BattleTech, so And Xander, I'm sorry, but that's the big one that, you know, was made a boo boo. They done fucked up they did. Changed their company name to AA Run. AA Run. You done fucked up. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean I don't I, I'm not looking to get in other new games like I'll, I'm, i want to take my midnight heroes ones and play and, and give that game a shot but i'm the only one uh banion is not a chibi guy so i don't expect him to pick up any of it um i could probably get not brush at date fix him up at some point but we'll see he's much more chibi friendly being an anime guy uh yeah but other than that, i'm not really looking to play new games for that I mean, I'm going to play some old games again. As soon as that TMNT role-playing game hits, we're, we're, we're kicking G.I. Joe to the curb then and playing that. <laughs> that's not coming out for a while, though, isn't it? September. Oh, yeah, so that's going to be a while. Yeah, so it's like a birthday present to myself. Chibi Frogman sounds great, Xander. I am not going to lie. So, 
Uh, Nerg, what are you looking forward to game-wise? Uh, I don't really have any new games, uh, but I did get Legos for the first time in 25 years, so I'm looking forward to building those. <laughs> I mean, technically, you can use Legos for miniature games. You're not wrong. And it definitely is interesting. But yeah, my twin brother inherited all the uh, Legos that we had growing up, so this is a fun chance to get to play with them, but actually know what I'm building instead of just making walls like I did as a child. But like when I grew up with them, there were there were some kids here and there, but it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the kids now are insane. They're amazing, but I love them. I'll be a little critical of uh, of Lego, but. They take some of the imagination out by putting it all in one kit you can build. But that being said, it is great. Like, you have a, I have this, can build this. But, you know, like, I remember coming back from seeing the last Starfighter and I immediately got Legos out and tried to make a gun start of Legos. Spoiler, it did not look good. <laughs> what? But, you know, I had a great time. Like, I remember that we had the pirate ship when I was growing up, but I could never find all the pieces. Shocker. Yeah. So, but I got the, we got the Disney uh, Peter and Wendy set. This was from my roommate because I am a giant Peter Pan nerd. I got uh, the Wildflower Bouquet set. Interesting. Let me just punch my other monitor with a box. So I got the Wildflower Bouquet set. That's cool. Yeah. I, I love this just is, how interesting This is some a of them plant are. my cat can't eat because we're going to super glue it together. Okay. I was <laughs> like, don't you challenge your cat like that. <laughs> we're going to super glue it together. So hopefully he can't his best, eat it. Uh, you know, is that a challenge? Like Super Saiyan cat mode to eat I'm, Legos. I'm hoping that since we just got them a new cat tree, that hopefully that'll suffice. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And then my hairdresser gave me a knockoff Bird of Paradise, which looks just like the Lego Bird of Paradise. That's cool. Because that one's out of print. Well, uh, the, like, yeah. I'll be honest, since I do a lot of, you know, action figures, some of the KO kits are fucking great. And some of them are, holy shit, what the hell is this? Yep. I'm kicking my camera. We're just going to kick fine. and punch everything. Yep. I'm feeling feisty tonight, you guys. I mean, feisty. Wait until it gets to the movie section. We're going to be very feisty. Holy. <laughs> I got bones to pick on multiple things. Yeah, I've got I've got an entire one-shot's worth of minis that I'm uh, just pr finished priming up. Uh, my oops, all kobolds, edgelords, goblins, whatever the theme might be. Uh, but my, my, my hangover... Uh, one shot i've got all the minis for and i'm gonna be painting those over the next month or so um there's a young not, lady i in... don't expect to get them done in time for my local gaming convention but i'm gonna try i've got 30 or 40 minis oh my yeah that's a lot good luck um there's a young lady in the uh, central game which is uh, uh, not my local gaming store, but it's right at the McDonald's I meet my mom and her church friends at when I go visit her. So I show up early, you should go in there. And the young lady was there painting one of the uh, Steamforge game sets. 
and she's just was gushing at how much she loves like it's it's all the models I need for the set for 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 the for this one encounter I'm like I know it's great yeah, I've looked at some of the Epic Encounter sets, but yeah. those are, like, singular or, like, one big mini or, like, a couple. Some of those actually medium and a go with ones. the uh, the other sets, which I forget what they're called, from Sea Forge, where it's, like, that is, like, the battle leading up to it, and then the final battle is the big monster. I'm like, that's just really cool. Yeah. So, uh, also on my list of things to paint this year, um, my first large dragon uh, I have a zombie dragon that I got at Disney Con uh, that I've put together but not painted. So it's one of the Reaper, one of the Reaper dragons. Oh yeah, some of those are big. Yeah, he's not huge. He's not. He's about yay big. Oh okay, small horn of his tiger. Yeah, it's not T Mat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so those are going to be my big projects. And also, um, my, as I had said, uh, on our last, last, uh, episode before the new year, uh, my goal is to teach myself to do tutorials this year. Fair enough. I have to push forward the airbrush setting up. I did not get it set up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And learn how to use an airbrush. Yeah. Still on my list. So we can make some weekend time for that. Maybe I'll I'll put an extra pressure and be like, have that done, you know, at least by the weekend of Adepticon. When all my friends are Adepticon, I can be set up an airbrush and getting ready to go. We'll see. Yeah, Bane, we need more shelf space for action figures and gunpla and stuff. Gunpla? That's him, not me. That's what can I say. Oh, I, God, I don't know if I told you I gave you the Thundercracker you sent me to my buddy Chris at work. He loves it. He's so inspired by it. He started buying more kits and everything. <laughs> awesome. He like, got the Gundam uh, the Gundam marker and everything to, to do the things. He's like, actually, I think I want to get rid of the stickers and try and paint those in myself. I'm like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Oh, and... I've got my little my little stackable wee bear bears that were given to me as a birthday present back in July, and I will get around to painting those at some point this year. I, I'm not gonna lie, the the mutant mayhem uh, turtles came with little sprues of weapons, <gasps> Ooh. and I kind of want to paint them because like it. sure the the orange pizza looks okay, but the uh, the silver pizza's a little bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, I def- definitely like one of those I, I kind of want to paint them. Because I feel like some of them, you could, you could do a quick job on them, potentially, depending on what you use. And they're still on the sprues, obviously, so I could prime them if I wanted to. Those are all my listeners. I'm, I'm super pleased. These guys. These turtles. Not those what turtles. cookie are you three the we the wee bear bears? I, I I am I three bears? Yes, I am. I am not a human. I am three bears in a meat suit. Those are small bears. You must be cubs. Well, I mean, hmm. didn't think you were that way in the baseball. Sorry, right, that's that's all I got for jokes right now. Until we talk about Rebel Moon. <laughs> that actually explains a lot. Gonzo, there is nothing funny about Rebel Moon. That's serious business. 
Come on, guys. We got a few more minutes before we can before you can rant about it. I'll even let you open it with that. No, 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 no. Because we won't stop. Yeah, we kind of gotta. Yeah, we gotta get a couple I'll things cut you out off. before that. <laughs> yeah, hell. Fair enough. Well, honestly, I don't know that we had much more. I was expecting us to to roll into the media section a little bit early. What time is it, by the way? Uh, Eight fifty-three. Seven fifty-three. No, it's 853. I have a good authority. Uh, Banyan, back me up. Banyan, don't back him up. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's right. It's 7 till the hour. Okay. 53. I like that purple. It's a good purple. It is a good purple. It Flat is. Herbal? Sunset purple by scale 75. Not surprising. Skeleton that makes good colors. Actually, I've been the more I use them, I've been really impressed with most of the uh, the two thin coats. Yeah, Duncan Roads makes good paint. Surprising. Yeah, I I'm I'm enjoying working with those. I use those for the vampires that I did, it, and my brother not... and sister in law absolutely loved the diorama that I made for them. Awesome. With that. And it's not that I don't like the cuttlefish colors. It's they are made for a style of painting I don't do, so they're kind of playing out of position a lot of the time for me. And I don't dislike them at all. In fact, some of them are quite good and get frequent use. Like Kevin. Kevin's He's a lot of such Kevin. a great color. I know. I hear that one gets used a lot by a lot of people. It's, do you know it's a... why it's called Kevin. I don't remember, but I want to say you did explain it to us. It was the only color that the colorblind guy could identify. Ah. And yes. his name is Kevin. There you go. One of the employees of Cuttlefish. Well, Kevin, you got a good color you recognize there. Yup. It's also the default name for any NPC I create. <laughs> What's his name? Kevin. Kevin. That's the other most best thing about playing a modern game. So we chatted about it a little bit earlier. NPC names are so easy. Oh yeah. This guy's Bob and Kevin. It's you can use normal names. It's easy. This is Shaquille. Yeah, it's a good name. He's very tall. Does he know Shaq Fu? He does. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, this names are so easy in it, too. Oh, uh, and I'll official role playing. I was talking to Dave, and uh, I am idly contemplated making uh, uh, six inch figures of my G.I. Joe team, my players. And Dave was the hardest because he's super armored and. He basically was using a machete the whole time. So he's basically Jason, Jason fucking Voorhees. <laughs> With armor. And, well, he's like unstoppable. Like Jason Voorhees is unstoppable for different reasons, but... And a machete, and, like, I've decided that, you know, because after, the, after they got uh, done with their mission, they were hanging out with regular troops, and the Marines were very interested in them, and I've decided they're basically... The Marines are just calling him Voorhees. After all the stories of what he did. 
So that's going to become a running joke in there that he's basically fucking Jason. And I will say I did find an add-on kit that has like a Jason-style mask and a bloody machete and everything. So we're getting closer to making six-inch figs for all of my crew. Just nice. going to find the right armor bits. And hope it's not too expensive. What? You don't want to spend all your money on that? I already spent all my money on action figures, Gonzo. What's a little bit more, then? Money I don't have. That's that's <laughs> a little bit more. I mean, there's important things to get. Like, Benny I got me Nunchuck here, but he came with plastic Nunchucks that were fucking terrible. So I had to break out my Nunchuck sexual chains on them for him. And now they're nice. great. Like they were just like single piece straight. They're not even as cool as Mikey's nunchucks. He's got a he's got strings. Mikey. You know, his have strings, so they they move a bit. So that's cool. And even uh, mutant mayhem Mikey, which is here, his are at least in you know not just straight line rigid poses. Yeah. Almost done. Try to do things to pose right. Second. Okay. All right. Well. Well, it's basically media section time. We got a lot. Buckle up. Yeah. Give me and also, keep in mind that when we talk about Rebel Moon, it's going to be spoilers. 100% have to be a spoiler. All the spoilers. Also, uh, spoiler to the spoilers, it's just not going to matter. Yep. Because you're not going to watch it. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, according to uh, Zack Snyder, you know, the GOAT. You should be waiting for his version that's rated R. It's a completely different movie, not the hack job they did at Netflix. <sighs> yep, yep. And I, it, I yep. he did the say cult that. phenomenon. Probably, yes, yes. The cult phenomenon. Phenomena. Or in for Gonzo to get over, I'm gonna do like you can go and get one. I'm trying to get the you. quickest. The quickest uh, uh, over Christmas, I watched the movie Set at Christmas, which is behind enemy lines with Owen Wilson. I reviewed it before. I'm certain, if not here, then on Phantom of John, and still enjoy it. It's still that right mix of realism with Hollywood action that makes it enjoyable. Owen Wilson is great. His nose is fucking distracting as fuck once you notice it. I mean, obviously. Uh, why can I not? Gene Hackman is absolutely amazing. All the actors do a good job. It's worth a watch. I own it on DVD, so I just throw it in once in a while. It's one of those movies like, yeah, I just want to see this. And I was like, oh, it's set at Christmas. Yay. So it's technically thematic. I would not call it a Christmas movie, though. <laughs> not. Christmas has nothing to do with it. But I enjoy it. It's uh, a little heavy at points. Not too heavy, but... 
the, the topic is heavy, let's say. But it's, uh, it's fun. It's not your standard action movie. He's not going to be gunning down all the bad guys. But I enjoy it. Uh, Nerd? Let, let me pull up my list. I watched uh, Shazam. Which one? Uh, the first one. Want to understand the good one? Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I Zachary Levi played a twelve-year-old kid is great. And whoever the kid is that that plays Freddy also delightful. Um, I. It was a nice ref. It was a nice refreshing DC movie that wasn't super super serious all the time. Like it was a fun movie. What you and... need from comic movies once in a while. You need something that fun and not serious, like a heart attack or yeah, grimdark. Yeah. So, I give I give it like half a space RP. Not bad. Awesome. Okay. Gonzo. Um, so let's see. One of the ones that I watched recently. Where's my sheet? Um, I did watch uh The Creator. Uh it's on like a Paramount or it's one of those channels. Uh it is about uh we have artificial intelligence in the world, but it caused a massive nuclear explosion in like Los Angeles. And so the United States, you know, outlawed AI and uh, robots and all this stuff. And um, <clears throat> they've got moved. Uh, there's like a safe haven in, I think it's China or Japan or something like that. Can't remember. <clears throat> and, it feels like Japan would be the right answer there. Yeah. And um, the United States is trying to find the mother of all AI and kill her. Um, okay. and you find out that the mother of all AI pretty much now is a, uh, child and oh. you've probably seen this. You've seen the trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah, I have. It was okay. Special effects were all right. You, you saw the plot coming from a mile away. As soon as you, you, you see the plot even from the trailer and you know how it's going to end type thing um special effects were all right it wasn't anything hugely you know outrageous about it um it was there was nothing spectacular about it there was nothing that made me go yeah this is going to be a fucking this is a great movie or damn that was cool or whatever it was just a good solid meh i'm talking you know the the 2.5 space herpes it's just eh uh, I it, it's watchable, but it's not good. Uh, it's decent, but it's not. You know, there's nothing memorable about it. There is like some cool little fight scenes or cool little robots, but overall, it was just eh. I could have lived with it or without it. Uh, I was kind of disappointed because it actually looked like it was going to be something decent, and it just became something just meh. So, wasn't too happy with it. Kind of disappointed, but it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't like the cult phenomenon, Ribble Moon. Hey, 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 spoilers. <laughs> You're never going to not refer to it as <laughs> So, John? Uh, my second one is that I finally finished all the Turtles movies. So I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh-huh. 
uh, animated. Um, I know Gonzo gave it a kind of middling rating, but uh, I fucking loved it. It was great. Like, it... I love the stylistic animation was cool. They had all a bunch of mutants there. They didn't start off with the uh, origin story. They told it at an appropriate time during the movie. Yeah. Um, the voice actors were good. All the turtles felt different. In fact, more so than in any other movie, the turtles each felt different. Um, Splinter was a little too much comic relief, but, I mean, it's a for kids movie. He's probably the only part that end up being purely for kids sometimes. But also has some heart. It's got some good tales of, uh, you know, morality and being oneself rather than trying to be what something you're not to be popular. Um, most, a couple, many of the characters, either as a group or individually, had little tiny arcs in there. And I thought it was great. Um, everything people were piss moaning and whining about before it came out. Oh, April O'Neil is a black girl. Didn't fucking matter. Didn't not matter. even a little bit. Wait, people um, were complaining about that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, it was a big, big contention. People yeah. make my brain hurt. Yep, they should. But uh, I loved it. I would call it the second best Turtles movie after the original. And it's close. I think the original has a little better balance of kid but not too kid with adult but not too adult. I feel like this is a little more skewed kid. A couple moments ago, a little too kid. And you're like, oh, that's obviously for the kids. You're like, eww. But very enjoyable. I'll give it half a space RP. But definitely the second best Turtles movie. Um, watch it if you like Turtles. They're making a sequel. But Seth Rogen, who's like on the like executive producer or something for it, said that he's not going to make them go too fast. Because he doesn't want to make his animators kill themselves to make a movie. And I fucking love that. Um, Cookie Man, I did not include Batman vs. TMNT. But if we include that, it's still probably the second best Turtles movie. But it's a little close. That one slides right in at number three and knocks the rest of them down, though. <laughs> I've seen that. Um, but that one's not on uh, Paramount. That's only on... I don't know right now. I think it's currently on... Either it's on WB or whatever WB. Not, uh, uh, Max. CW? No, it's, it's either on Max because it's uh, DC animated or it's on... They moved all theirs to something else. Oh, no, it's on Max. It's probably on Max. Because I'm thinking Paramount put all the Star Trek movies on Max for some fucking reason. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, Nerd, what's your next one? Uh, no Hard Feelings, which is an Amy Schumer cringe comedy. <laughs> uh, I believe you summed it up right there. Yeah. The kid was the best part of the movie. I could have done without Amy Schumer being... Or not Amy Schumer. I've got it wrong. Sorry. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, J-Lo. Yeah, Jennifer oh, Lawrence. And it, it's... Yeah, it's a cringe comedy. It's about this girl who is an uber driver full-time and is trying to save her house like it's got this whole overarching plot that really you don't care about by the end of the movie almost sounds like a plot to a fucking you know hallmark uh, christmas movie yeah and so she 
takes up a Craigslist ad to date this kid. Uh, oh, Jesus. His parents put out a... Because he he won't leave the house, they put out a Craigslist ad to date him before he goes to college, and they'll get this car, and she'll get this car. Wow. Yeah. And... Like... I'm glad that they didn't force a romance by the end of the movie. I'll spoil it. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. They don't force a romance by the end of the movie. Like, they end up just being friends. And I'm glad that. Yeah, because anything else seems like it'd be creepy. Yeah. Because she's like in her 30s and he's supposed to be like 18. 19 yeah. years old and but the kid who is about this kid who's going to pr- he's going off to Princeton he's not sure if that's what he wants to do or if he's just doing it because his parents want him to um there's a better story there I think than the rest of it yeah yeah the kid is the more interesting part I don't care about Jennifer Lawrence's character at all but the actor who played the kid actually put off going to Harvard for a year to make this movie oh so he's already that nerdy and smart to begin with. So I was just like, but he was the more genuine character. And yeah. I, I give it, but I give it a solid three space herpes. It was not a great movie. Fair enough. Gonzo? Uh, my next one was, I did watch the entire season two of What If. Didn't even know it was coming out. Didn't even hear it. Wasn't even coming. And then I was like, oh, saw an ad. Oh, what if it's coming back? Cool. Yeah. This season was better than last season, in my opinion. Um, this one uh, had a brand new superhero they introduced, which I thought was really good. The episode mm-hmm. actually was all in Mohican. Um, yes, that made me so happy. It was so cool to see that. Now, you could watch it in English, but you had to go to the special section if you wanted to watch the episode in English. But you got the episode, you know, in that. Um, characters were good. Fine with me. Yeah. Um, and I watched it subtitled. And you know me, I hate subtitled stuff, but I watched it subtitled because I didn't know there was an English version. Um, all the stories were good. I didn't have really any issues there were some good ones there was an episode that is an homage to uh die hard uh which i thought was really good and really fun um and interesting and the episodes actually culminated to a two-part episode at the very end so things that happened in the other episodes you know carried forward um so i liked it i thought that was great um i think it was better than the first season in my opinion Uh, there wasn't any like bad episodes there were some that were just not awesome but there was i mean there was no zombie episode there was there was zombies at one point but it wasn't a zombie episode um and it actually was kind of cool i would i would agree with that yeah uh i i thoroughly enjoyed it thought it was good um i thought it was a lot of fun the comedy was really good the characters were fun i thought there was that was a good series. Uh, I would give it probably one and a half to two space herpes. So not great, but still better than season one. And the episodes were better, but I had uh, one of the things that I'm having a problem with, with the Marvel stuff is we, we need to get away from our current heroes. We've got so many heroes that are out in the world 
of Marvel that we need to do other Marvel superheroes, but they're not going to because those are the ones that make money. But yeah, I mean that they have to make money. That's yeah. the end all be all, unfortunately. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'd say one and a half space herpes. John, uh, I finished Loki season two. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, be honest, the last two episodes are the first time in a long while that I've finished an episode and said, you know what, I got time, I'm going to watch the next episode right now and just finish it out, rather than one a day. Um, I thought uh, the growth from one to the end of Loki, which is sort of made a like big point at in the last episode, was very good. Uh, I like how their use of time travel. Um, you know, overall, it's a very good series. I'm, I, I'm interested to see where it is, and I'm always curious if they felt if they tweak some of it because of all the problem with Jonathan Majors or not because they've known that for a year I don't know if they like backdoored it in or not so but and he was good in all the parts he was in just too bad he's apparently terrible yeah a little sad we won't likely see any more Tom Hiddleston in this hopefully he gets other movie roles because I do enjoy him yeah but, uh, you know, rumor has it that Owen Wilson's going to be in the new Deadpool. Oh? Yep. 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 A... Interested to see that. Um, there's a lot of rumors that Sylvie's going to show up in other Marvel movies, and I'm here for it. I think that's the kind of interconnectivity you need. You don't need to do it. You can just say, she's a Loki variant, and people are like, oh, okay, cool. She's like Loki. And then they can go back and look, you know. You, you, if you get good enough writers you can get by the fact that, you know, a lot of the stuff happened in the TV show. You don't need to know it all. So looking forward to that, but yeah, I give it, uh, I'm gonna give it half, half a space therapy. It was really good. Like all the episodes, maybe you want to watch next episode. Yeah. Uh, and then the last, the second to last episode made me immediately watch the last episode. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so there you go. Nerd. Uh, I, watched uh the personal history of david copperfield which is it's david copperfield's story from his point of view it came out in 2020 but the cast alone like it's dev patel who was in slumdog millionaire playing david copperfield then he's surrounded by peter capaldi hugh laurie tilda swinton and gwendolyn christie oh my and it was very well done. It was uh, a, it was just a, a couple hour movie, but like I actually didn't know the story of David Copperfield. Like I, I knew, uh, like Oliver Twist and stuff like that, but I I don't know a whole lot of Dickens. But I thought it was very well done and very well acted. Awesome. Yeah. So I give it like half a space for me. Ooh, Gonzo. Um, I watched, um, kind of binged it, and I didn't really binge it because I, you know, do it whatever. But uh, there is a South Korean show called Sweet Home. A.K. It's a zombie TV show. Uh, no matter what they call it, um, people are stuck up in this house, and people start turning into monsters. A.K. Zombies, but they're not just zombies. They like some people are spider creatures. Some people are giant, you know, monsters, whatever. But it's the premise of a, a zombie post-apocalyptic show. Just the zombies are monsters. 
Um, the first season wasn't bad. Uh, it was about a group of people that were held up in an apartment complex and trying to hold the apartment complex, you know, you know, stop it from people raiding it and stopping monsters from coming in and fighting monsters that do get in. Uh, characters were great. Um, you got to learn about them. They got to do things. It was interesting and it was fun. Uh, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, and it's, it's dubbed, so I was able to, you know, keep on it really well. And then season two came around. Well, they left their apartment complex because, you know, destroyed or whatever. And they got hooked up with the military. And all the characters except for two that were in the first season are not in this season. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like season three of Misfits. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it just, you're like, you built an entire season off of these characters. And it was decent. Um, and then, you know, the new one comes around, new season comes around and it's like completely different. That's, that's the whole ratings are good enough to make it this season, but we need to get really good ratings. So let's change it up. And it wasn't second season was not good. Most of the time it isn't. And I was kind of disappointed in it. Um, the characters that you like in the first one weren't in the second one. Um, and the ones that did come back, it was like. You know, very few shots or episodes with them in there. It's like they were trying to build an alternate a timeline because they everybody gets stuck in you know a sports complex, you know, fighting off monsters there. But it just wasn't good, and I was really disappointed in it. Uh, there's another season coming out in 2024, uh, summertime, and I'm like, are they going to do the same characters from this season, or are they going to make a whole new you know cast next season? type thing so season one i give it like a two it, it is a zombie thing but it's not great um season three i did not like it at all it's like three and a half to four i was really disappointed in it so we'll have to wait and see john uh, nerd why don't you go ahead so we can uh finish out afterwards with the fun uh the last one i watched was spirit the uh ryan reynolds and will ferrell christmas musical okay that's not what i was thinking i had two movies in mind neither of them were that (laughs) so that's what i watched i had i wasn't quite sure what to expect but it was cute they can both I, sing. Holiday, yeah, they both sing. Tap dancing, a little bit, a little bit of soft shoe in there. Um, it was better than the last musical I watched, uh, which <laughs> you guys heard my review on that one. Um, but I mean, it's still a holiday movie. It was, it was fun. I'll give it that. I two space herpes. Yeah. All right. Rip oh, Rubber right. Moon. I'll give Main you guys event. the last 11 minutes. Should minutes. anyone actually care about spoilers, don't. But we're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. Do it. Uh, so Rebel Moon, uh, was it, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Is that it? Yeah, Child, child of Unfold. War. The Child of fucking, why are you fucking watching this movie? Um <laughs> Let me start with the opening scene of the ship coming out of their warp travel is probably the best special effects shot in the entire movie. It's bad when you peek in the first, you know, minute of the movie. Oof. Um, Gonzo's brought to my attention that apparently this was something he pitched to Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm's like, yeah, nah. 
And it has that sort of feel. It feels Star Wars-y. You could replace the bad guys with the Empire and it would be okay. Yep. In fact, they would work fine. Um, but in him making it him his own, he literally stole from whatever. It's some 40k in there. All sorts of stuff. Um, it's a movie that continually gets worse as you watch it. Yes. You get to a point and you're like, okay, I can see where they're going. Oh, cool. Okay, so they're going to bring people in to save the... Uh, to save the, their farming community. So they're going to go hire people to do that. Okay, so this is the Seven Samurai. And it, as, a, as a point, like, I know the Magnificent Seven has more play in the U.S., but fucking if you remove the movie, Seven Samurai, the fucking original. Christ's sakes. Don't say it was fucking, what was it, uh, A Bug's Life? <laughs> Motherfucker. Wait, what? A bug's life. It was the bug's life of Seven Samurai, also. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh. I, I give a I give a hearty you know tip of the hat to the guy who said it's just a shit a shitty version of uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I give you a pass because they're both sci-fi, but fuck. Yeah, Bane and Somni movie. The movies can fit in one movie, so they get there. The see it coming three miles away rape scene which luckily doesn't actually get graphic, and I'm worried that his R-rated version might. Oh, there... As far as any of those do, it's super cliche and terrible. There, So, supposedly, the book came out. Oh, that my God. The, the book that was written for the movie, and, like, one of the scenes that was taken out was a sex scene between the major bad guy and an octopus creature. Yeah, you see that yeah. scene in the movie. And, and let Are me just they say, just trying to be the boys? Oh. Oh, Ed Skeen should not be allowed to be a lead character in fucking anything. He wasn't intimidating, malevolent. You got this super tech uh, faction, and he's out there hitting people in the face with a stick. Great job. So you get there, and you're like, okay, cool. I'm on board for that. Uh, they have this little robot in there that, like what they did with that, there was some decent stuff there. Then they go to the 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 big town, going to talk to find the rebels to help them. And it goes downhill because people always start fights in bars against people they know nothing about because everyone's got that machismo. Yep. It goes as expected. They meet the best character, Charlie Hunnam. Best character, best actor in that movie. He does the best job. He's likable. You like you obviously question what he's doing a little bit, but you know he sort of sells it like he's trying to do better for himself. That's cool. So they go and get the team together. Uh, who who, is, who first... are the team? Oh, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> you don't even know uh, who the team is. Uh, Asian chick who's supposed to be badass, but didn't seem too badass in her solo scene. Uh, I can tame a dragon guy, and you don't see the dragon thing again or Griffin thing. Too bad. Uh, old general played by uh, what's his name? No, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy in a minor role and bad guy in Fast Seven. Give me a second. Um, he did fucking nothing. No. Um. Then they go find the the rebels uh, and talk to them, and they're you know there is actually a kernel of good there where you know. Uh, the main, there's two Rebel Blood Axe leaders. There's a, a brother and a sister. And the brother comes and has this great speech. It's like actually legitimately a good speech. 
Like, oh, wow, you know, this is turning up. Okay. I'm getting rewarded for sticking through it. And then, like the next scene, Charlie Hunnam betrays them, and they're all going to get ca- they'll get captured because they don't know how to fight. Apparently, I mean, surprise is good, but fucking the fuck. And then the bad guy shows up, and he's, you know, it really doesn't fucking matter. The fight scene at the end is fucking shitty. The best part is the black leader doing his the only good slow mo scene in the movie, which is another pl- problem. <laughs> like it's just not good. Like, you get a final fight scene, you're expecting everyone to be badasses. Literally him and the main character, uh, Kira, not... They're the only ones who do anything in that fight. The rest just do standard, I'm a guy with a gun, I can hide behind a crate and shoot people. Right. No character is worth anything. You don't even know why they're good if they're supposed to be good at. They're like, the general... Oh, he's a drunken general. We need you. You're awesome. What does the drunken general do in the, the entire movie? Not a fucking thing. I found a great shoot. And, and then has a, a little speech at the end that wasn't even that impressive. No. Yeah, it was... It's. I like that they break the trope of the, the Seven Samurai movie by beating up the bad guys before they get back to the village. That's cool. But the rest of it's kind of shit. I don't imagine how a rated R version could make this better unless literally they cut complete things out. And if so, then I don't know who's doing this because movies have been around for forever and people have been editing them for forever. And, you know, every once in a while you get, oh, that scene was good and cut. But why is it only Zack Snyder movies that seem to have the good scenes cut or the scenes that help things make sense cut? Makes me wonder what the fuck's going on there. But yeah, it's at no point does it get interesting. There's that literally that one, maybe two slow mo points that are actually good. There's a lot of needless slow mo. Like there's a battle scene. We've just seen the main character's lover die, who we met for three full seconds, so we don't even fucking care about that person at all. And she goes on a fucking killing spree. But it's all gray background, them shooting her. There's nothing to it, but it's in slow motion because it's supposed to be what, impactful? There was it's actually not. somebody clocked the the slow-mo. It's an extra 28 minutes on the movie. Wow. Is how much slow-mo is in it. There's an it makes the movie 28 minutes longer than it what it should be. And I tell you ridiculous. what ridiculous. Yeah. If you have that and keep the scene at the end, a couple other scenes here or there and that like like the uh the taming the griffin scene has some interesting slow-mo in it. It's just not pertinent to the plot at all. Yeah, none really. of it is. Yeah, but in the second most interesting character movie, the robot has fucking antlers on his head and a spear when you get back to the village for some reason. Yep. Yep. That'll explain it. There's a whole plot there, I'm sure. Like, there is the core. Uh, the Danville thing is there's a core of something interesting here, but he's not the director to fucking make that happen. No. This was... What was funny is John and I had been sending things back and forth about reviews on this. And one of the ones I thought was interesting was, hey, mom, can we still go see Star Wars? No, we have Star Wars at home. No, better than I saw on Twitter. <laughs> someone's like, you know, I want to see Rebel Moon. We have Rebel Moon at home. And they show Battle Beyond the Stars. I instantly <laughs> responded, I'll take Rebel Moon at home. I'm going to tell you, Battle Beyond the Stars is a better movie. The characters are more interesting. They do something. The acting on a whole between everyone is at least equal. Sure, the special effects don't necessarily hold up, but it's not 
fucking two and a half hours long. It's fucking an hour and 39 minutes or some shit of shit. And it tells a story, tells an actual story in a much more succinct manner. Like, and they're going through and they're trying to set up all this shit that we don't care about. That should be shit that happens in the second of three movies. The middle movie, we should be like, oh, hey, Kara, how, how, why are you such a badass? Well, this is why. Oh, cool. Or as she starts an actual romance with one of the characters. But it was bad that at the end of the movie, to the end of the movie, when the most likable character in the movie, uh, Charlie Hunnam, betrays them, I was still rooting for Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care about this character. The fun- I stopped with 45 minutes left, and I was like upbeat. I'm like, okay, yeah, it was a little rough at points, but it's feeling like it's going somewhere. That last 45 minutes took it from like, let's say a two space rupee down to a fucking four and a half. That last, it just wasn't good. No, I'm gonna and post I don't a link. Understand what's wrong with people like online who are like, some people are like, I enjoyed it. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But people are like, this is a great movie. No, you are fucking on crack. Yes. Crack's illegal. Stop. I cannot like there's movies I can explain like oh, I understand you like part no the only redeeming future of this movie is it fucking ended yeah it was my whenever my doctor came in like I said he's a super nerd he was saying that's like this is a copy of everything else I mean the bad guys shoot horribly like stormtroopers the guns don't do anything the special effects weren't great the backgrounds were you know painted scenes. <laughs> They were worse. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Most of them were bad. It was... I was really, really shocked because the trailer looked like it would be kind of fun and kind of good. The one thing that really irked me is you were waiting for banter from the characters to talk to make them, like, a cool team. There was none. Nope. Nope. There was none. It's like AI wrote this script and said, don't include dialogue. At the end, like, at the end, end, they had a little bit of quips and, and... witty slash wise things to say, but I'm like, that's too little, way too fucking late. I mean, it was, there was nothing, nothing to talk about. The characters, you're like, oh, this guy can tame animals and he's like super buff and he can do this cool stuff. Never did shit. The general nope. never did shit. The, nope. the, the character that had dual lightsabers that's probably a robot didn't do shit. I mean, nobody did anything. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a link in the channel, uh, which is a a guy talking about pitching the movie to you know people to talk about, and it's and it's funny, but it, it gets right to the point of why this is. Yeah, it's um, just it's just not a good movie. It's, no, this I'll is, watch this the is second bad. part when it comes out, just because fucking get worse. Yeah, if it gets worse, I'm actually interested to see it get worse. <laughs> I don't know if I'll watch the extended edition. Maybe Gonzo and I will just because of you guys some fucking uh, content. But I don't I, I'm there for the the octopus sex scene. I know. <laughs> it's been done better in the past in animated form. Why would I want to see it then? Oh well, he he he's a bottom in this one. <laughs> I, you know, things I didn't need to know. All right. yeah, I put that in there for you just so you know. But yeah, the, I someone had actually read the book and was saying, um, and they didn't. Oh, yeah, even, I they heard didn't get that, all that. Like parts of it, I'm like, what? Wow. You're like, and this is going to be in the extended edition? No, it's not. No, 
Because some of the some of the things they described would would take it beyond R. Netflix yeah. would be like, oh no, fuck you, dude. Yeah, it's. And in fact, honestly, my honest opinion is Netflix should fire him. Not oh, yeah. release the second version. Not release his extended version. Be like, dude, you're fucking disrespecting us. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, it was because I mean, they are. He's basically throwing them in front of us. No, this isn't my movie. My movie is the rated R version one. They cut this one to hell. Like, where we like, from what I understand, like the director has a say in the way a movie's cut. Like, I understand yeah. um, Justice League because you had to leave. He had to leave because you know tragedy in his family. Don't wish that on anyone. And another director came in. I understand that cut, but like, you, you generally the director's involved in the editing. Yeah, it's just like bad. A, at this point, it feels like a ploy. Like, let's just make put out the shitty version and then just get the hype up so everyone watches the better version. Yeah, because, wow. I mean... More for you, sir. You've made the movie so shitty no one wants to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people are saying... A lot of the fans are saying... Just wait till the Snyder Cut comes out because the Snyder Cut's going to make this movie ten times better than what it is. It's already great now, but this is going to blow Star Wars off the map. You won't even you'll go Star what? No, I'm like, no, no, you you won't. No, 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 because they were they were touting this as baby Yoda motherfucker. They were touting this as the Star Wars killer series. They did that for everything that's coming. I'm like this. Hey guys, we're five minutes over. (laughs) (laughs) You told you we were going to do that. Guys, Four and a half space herpes. Don't yeah, it's yeah, same thing. It, it's bad. Don't watch it unless watch the YouTube video I linked in chat. That'll tell you the entirety of the movie, and it's actually pretty funny. So, uh, guys, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching. Um, we're gonna have some new stuff coming around, doing cool things. Um, don't forget Nerd's channel, so you can go see her on her own personal channel and when she does streaming stuff on ours. Um, if you're going to Adepticon, uh, make sure you let me and Nerd know because we can hang out. Uh, Nerd says that we're going to hold hands and throw goblin confetti all over the place. And, uh, you know, we'll wear goblin oh, dresses for once, the whole time. it's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Type thing. So, other than that, guys, please take care of yourself. Please watch after each other. Please be safe. Um, as always... Um, if you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. And if you hear something, do something. And if you can't do something, find somebody that will, because we need to make sure we take care of each other out there. Uh, we're going to send y'all off to some art from, who is Let's that? Go to Falling Free- Let's go to Falling Freely. Oh, okay. We'll go to Falling Freely. Uh, we haven't been to them yet. They're doing some art. Uh, so guys, Mini please, painter. Yeah. Mini painter. Please take care of yourself. We love you. We miss you. We hope to see you soon. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Nerd. Good night. (laughs) 